everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate with CNM Coaching. My name is Maggie. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I just came back from TIADA, and it was awesome. It was my first time actually attending the conference. We had a great time. We really enjoyed the show. I loved the layout of the expo hall. I spoke on Monday about sales calls and I taught people how to grade and score their own calls. So I thought as a follow-up to that, it would be really awesome for us to do a podcast kind of talking about how you can train internally at your store if you're not looking to hire a company such as mine. Um, I also really had a great time talking with other vendors. TaxMax was there and we got to chat with them. Ignite Consulting was there, so we got to spend some time with Stephen Richard, and we talked about some great compliance aspects of things, which is always really important, especially when we do collections training. Compliance is going to be key. If you're not working with either of those folks, definitely check them out. My good friend Chad Randash was the keynote speaker, and he did an amazing job, so it was really exciting to just see everybody. I had a couple of friends that were there, and of course, you know, Bill Metzinger had a breakout session, so it was a really great time. If you've not gone to TIADA, I highly encourage you to check it out next year. There was a great attendance, the atmosphere was awesome, and the venue was pretty cool too. The Kalahari in Round Rock, Texas was great, so I really enjoyed my time there, and those of you who attended, I hope that you enjoyed it as well. So that's why I have not been here. I was at TIADA. And it was hot. It was very, very hot. As a Wisconsin girl, it was toasty. So let's talk a little bit about how you want to approach grading and also choosing the sales calls that you're going to listen to if you're trying to do something like this on your own. Now, of course, CNM coaching, that is all we do. We grade phone calls. We coach phone calls. We are your one-stop phone training shop. But not everybody, you know, wants to dive into something like that. So I do feel like I have this information and I have this knowledge and I'm totally willing to share it with others. Uh, Sometimes salespeople have managers or owners that don't want to invest in phone training. And so salespeople will listen to the podcast for tips and maybe they want to grade themselves for improvement. And I don't think that just because someone can't afford it that they shouldn't have access to the information. So let's talk about it. When it comes to sales calls, a lot of people ask me, how many phone calls should I be monitoring? Or even collections calls, really any department. I say sales because it's easy to just talk about sales, but any department, how many should I listen to? We listen to two calls per person per week consistently for the folks that we coach. Once they can score well for a quarter, then it's acceptable to pull back a little. But two calls per person per week is how you're going to get the best data. You're looking for over 20 calls at the end of the quarter so that you have a good idea of how effective you are on the phone. When you're choosing phone calls, you want to choose them at random. So that means listening to the very beginning of the call and making sure the customer asks a sales question and then listening to the very end of the call to make sure that nothing crazy happens or the call isn't transferred. Everything that happens in the middle is what we want to try to not listen for because you don't want to be cherry picking phone calls. They should be random. So you need to make sure that you're not listening too far into the call to go, oh, this is a bad one. I shouldn't 
pick this one or this is a good one, I should pick this one, they need to be random. If they're not random, you're not going to get an actual depiction of how the majority of your calls sound. If I have somebody that scores A's consistently, but then every once in a while has a D or an F in there, we know that it's a one-off and it's still a good learning experience for them. If I have somebody that fails most of their calls and then every once in a while has an A or a B, we have a bigger problem because that person shouldn't be consistently failing. It should be the other way around where they only fail once in a while because everybody's going to have a weird call. So what you want to try to do is make sure that you pick them randomly, but you do need a good amount of calls. There needs to be some volume there or your data is going to be inaccurate. Now what you want to try to do is section off your calls because order plays a major role in the success of a phone call. So what I mean by that is you want to start off with grading on the greeting followed by a rapport building section, which should really be where a customer is pre-qualified and it should also be where we obtain contact information. The next category should be appointments followed by closure, which is going to be literally closing out the call, followed by recap, which is going to be recapping the conversation. So let's talk about the questions that we actually include in each of these key components. As far as a greeting is concerned, we're always looking for a full and complete greeting. Thank you for calling CNM Coaching. This is Maggie. How can I help you today? Or we're having a great day here at CNM Coaching. This is Maggie. How can I help you? Just like that. So you want to have an opening. Good morning, good afternoon, thank you for calling, it's a great day, whatever. You want to say your first name, you want to say the company name, and you want to sound friendly and upbeat and end with a how can I help you. Don't say I can help. Uh, I can help is a statement that does not invite the customer into the conversation. It should be how can I help you or what can I get you information on. That would work as well. That would be considered a full and complete greeting. I give five points for each of those. Now remember when you're scoring, it's black and white. It happened or it didn't. These are yes or no questions. If you answer the phone, CNM coaching, you're only going to get points for saying the company name. You're only going to get five points. You need to have the opening, which is five points, the name of the company, five points, your first name, five points, and sounding friendly and upbeat, five points. That's how it works. In the rapport building category, we want to listen for asking your basic minimum requirements. We typically break that down into three separate questions. Did you ask about proof of income? five points. Did you ask about proof of residency? Five points. And did you ask about a valid driver's license, ID, or passport, depending on your state? Also five points. And then after that, it's going to be five points for first name, five points for last name, five points for phone number. Now, once we've gotten that information, we've kind of finished up the rapport building section. After that, we want to offer an appointment. We're going to ask for the appointment. Ask with authority. Ask with choices. Did we get an appointment set and did we handle objections properly? Now you can think of handling objections properly as overcoming any obstacles that you're faced with in the call. That could be setting an appointment, it could be mileage questions, price questions. You need to be able to overcome those issues without spewing all the information out over the phone. We know we have more leverage in person so that's always going to be our main key focus. In that closure step, it's going to be texting or verbally giving out your contact information. Repeating the appointment time, it's going to be making sure that we obtain or verify an email and give an address. In your recap step, you want to repeat the appointment day and time, who to ask for, and any documents that they need to bring. 
All of these questions are worth a total of five points, which will bring you to 100. You want to break them down by category because that is the only way for you to determine where your weaknesses are. If you get an A in every category but the appointment, then obviously we're not asking for the appointment properly and we know where we need to change our focus, right? We have to change how we're asking for that appointment and work harder to actually set more appointments. Usually, if you score low in the rapport building category, you're going to score low in the appointment category. And that is because you need to build enough of a relationship to make the customer want to take the appointment. So what I like to do is listen to two calls a week. I like to grade them. If you have a large team and you can't do two calls a week, then you guys might want to just pull one at random. But score them. Keep them on a spreadsheet. Keep track of your team. And then it's easy for you to identify where you need to do more training. And don't forget to call me if you need help. This is what we do. We are experts in this field. I like to provide this information because, again, I've got salespeople that want to improve but don't have someone to fund their training. So I try to provide as much information as possible. And that's the basis of how the scoring works. The goal is to look at each category individually, but then also the phone call as a whole, which you can take by adding up their averages and dividing them by five and that will tell you what their overall grade is. We score like 90 to 100 is an A, 80 to 89 is a B, 70 to 79 is a C, and so on and so forth. And anything below a 50 is going to be an F. That means that you missed almost the entire conversation. It means that you probably shouldn't pick up the phone at all until you can manage to at least maintain a 70 or higher. You should not have a phone call that's a 60 or a 50. I mean, really anything under a 60 because you're not even doing enough in the conversation to build a relationship with the customer. So it's kind of a waste. So if you see people scoring really low, 50s um, or below, sometimes I see people only get points for the greeting. These are people that desperately need training and you need to make sure that they're at least obtaining contact information and attempting to invite people in. Unfortunately, oftentimes what we see are zeros in the appointment category, which means no one's even offering the appointment. And again, I say to you, why pick up the phone if you're not going to try to invite the customer in? It costs so much money to make sure that we are advertising and making the phone ring. So when those calls occur, it's important to us to make sure that we're handling them efficiently. That's all we have for today. My uh, speaking tour has officially ended, so I will be back much more regularly now that things are going to be calming down summer-wise. Don't forget, we are offering hosted chat. Email us at info.chatmore.com if you're interested for more information on that. If you're interested in phone training or you like anything that I had to say and you want to hear more information about it, you can email me, maggie at cnmcoaching.com, or you can call 877-900-9461. Thank you so much for joining us here today, and I will uh, be back next week. Have a great day.